0: Okay, have you ever dreamed of being a character on Grey's Anatomy or I don't know, let's say a contestant on The Bachelor? Well, there is an app that lets you do all that and more. It's called Choices. It's these amazing stories, but you are actually in the story and actually make choices along the way. Plus, there are super cute outfits that are totally customizable. Hot loventress, sorry babe. Lots of romance. It's kind of the perfect app for wind down listeners. Be sure to check it out in the App Store and search for Choices, stories you play.
1: Hello, this is Ron Burgundy, and you are listening to my voice, which commands trust and respect. Guess what? My podcast is back, and that's a win for everyone. If you're a longtime listener to the show, you probably already know the deal. Each week, I bring you hard-hitting journalism and also light entertainment. I contain multitudes – Find the Ron Burgundy Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosselin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Uh, I still don't think it's the intro's fixed.
2: really... I
0: fixed it. It really still doesn't sound fixed. There's an
3: extra, like, riff in there that just, oh, doesn't, oh. just doesn't seem right.
1: Did I play Mark, the wrong I'm one? So-
0: I don't know. It's just still just this. And I don't know. I feel like maybe. Oh, you know, what would be really cool is if we had a contest and someone could send in.
3: Ooh, how cool would that a be? A new jingle? Uh, like
0: a new jingle for us. Wow. I don't like that.
3: I mean, have okay. have to have
0: both of our names and say an iHeartRadio podcast and like a cool some guitar solo part for Mike.
3: And then Tori could just redo the voicing, right? <laughs>
0: What do you mean redo do the voicing?
3: Because she, she does the voice on this, doesn't she? That's my wife, oh. like Allison, actually. Oh, that's yeah, Allison? It's Allison. Oh, then Allison can... She can... Yeah, Easton's wife does that. We the... can still record her voice for that, whatever the person sends in.
0: I mean, yeah.
3: Unless the Either person way. sends in, it sounds great. Yeah. You it's win. like
0: the audition tape for The Middle. Because <laughs> you know how many people went out for that song. Right. Hundreds. Hundreds. I was a little offended. I didn't get asked, but it's fine. <laughs> Just totally kidding. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So I am very intrigued by our guest today. We have, I don't want to pronounce her name wrong, but it's Soon-hee. Mm-hmm. Sunhi and Angelica. Um, there's a new show on TLC called Smothered. Uh, basically, Sunhi is obsessed with her daughter, Angelica, and she doesn't think any man is good enough for her. Uh, Angelica and Sunhi actually sleep in the same bed and share the same bath water. Um Interesting. I'm I'm not judging at all. I'm just very curious to understand kind of their thought process with with that lifestyle and, and how it's working for them. And you know, does Angelica? I think she has a boyfriend. So is how Angelica is- the daughter? Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what you know. Suni, the mom, what her like backstory is on what kind of caused her to create this kind of environment, right? You know what I mean? Like, was she raised that way?
0: How would how would you feel if like I was doing that with Jolie, and I'm older in my 50s, and Jolie was in her or no, I 40s? And, I wouldn't let you. But why does it have to be the like let you thing?
3: I wouldn't allow. Because, I'm not saying I would do that, but right. yeah. Because it's because it kind of
0: sounded like I will not allow you to do that.
3: Well, just like if I did something that you didn't agree with, you'd be like, no, you're not doing that.
0: No, I totally get what you're saying. I just, it's something where I I just don't, I guess I don't understand it, but I don't want to judge it because if that works for them, but at the same time, you know, for me, I, I want to raise a very independent girl and son. So I feel like I would be holding my daughter back if I was doing things like that.
3: Right. For sure. And I'm not saying I wouldn't let you from a, Dominant male point of view. I'm saying when it comes to parenting, that's obviously one of the things that when you have a coupleship with somebody and decide to have kids, that you guys have to talk about. And when you guys disagree on something as extreme as maybe something like that, how you raise your children, Mm -hmm. the other person, if they're against it, they're not going to be like, well, I can kind of understand. They're like, no, you're not doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever it is.
0: The mother-daughter relationship though is interesting because I know like for my mom, when she moved out to LA with me, it's one of those things where you have to be careful of the boundary of friendship and being a parent too and reversing the roles. And I think that's, you know, can be very tricky because sometimes if you're reversing the role and the daughter feels more like the parent and the parent's more like the child, it's really kind of psychologically sets you not back, but it just it's a harder dynamic to follow when you're switching roles with the parent. And I don't feel like those roles should go that way. Yeah. I mean, I think there's times when, yes, does a parent at times, a parent may need that support from their older child. I I do get that. If we're in a hard, having a hard time or if they are going through a divorce or something, I still think you should. So I'm not saying you have to button it up always, but to have that role reversal, I think could be really tough.
3: Well, I think and you have a
0: lot of responsibility to that you're putting on yourself. Like I have to take care of my my mom,
3: right? Which I think is a natural thing later on in life, where you know, like our parents, our grandparents are getting to the age where they need to be taken care of, and it's our parents that are starting to take care of them. So it's one of those things where it's like it comes full, you know, it's a, it's a cycle. It comes full circle at the end, where you know. The child becomes the parent at the end, and taking care of the grandparent. So,
0: sidebar: Would you let your parents live with you when they get older?
3: It depends. It would really depend.
0: Or would you put them in a home?
3: Oh man, it, it would really depend. It, it would depend on where we're at. It would depend on what you know, what age the kids are at. It would depend on the financial, you know. Finan- finances around it because those homes are expensive. Mm-hmm. You know? So, not saying that we'd have to pay for it, but still, it's expensive. I don't know.
0: Well, I remember you saying that you wouldn't, you don't want another kid because you're like, hey, I want like the house to ourselves. Well, then our kids are gone, but then we're basically bringing in our, a younger, you know,
3: <laughs> our parents, Our, older, our parents are going to have to move in when the kids are, you know. Uh, who
0: knows if they get sick or if they when they get old, if, if we're having to have them move in with us
3: my thing is just knowing me though because anytime that you know my parents we've both through my life i've had both sets of grandparents live with us at some point
0: so i like my space too much i'm not trying to be like no i do too <laughs>
3: but i'm saying it's it's because that's what i've witnessed i've mm. witnessed my grandparents us living back in my grandparents house through transitional times i've experience where we've had my grandmother live with with us where my grandfather has lived with us and now my my grandfather lives permanently with my parents and so it's one of those things I'm exposed to that that's the norm for me right so for me my first initial instinct would be like hey yeah you guys are sick or you guys need help yeah come live with us I
0: mean of course I wouldn't say no you know go down the road to sunset you know retirement home (laughs) but I mean it's like I, but I lived with my mom right after when I moved to L.A. Like, she lived with me for a couple years. I mean, shoot, we all lived together. Us three lived <laughs> together. So I feel like...
3: I, and apparently I kicked Nora out.
0: Yeah, because she didn't like you. <laughs> but all is well now. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, I, again, if she was sick, and of course I would, but my first instinct is I would rather not just because I do like to be able to have our own space and i get so nitpicky with pushing the chairs in and if they're not pushing chairs in or putting the the dishes away like even when our like family comes to visit it's those things that when someone's in your space it becomes frustrating
3: we have less tolerance if it's one of us that leaves something somewhere like even even us like we'll have more tolerance with each other it's like okay they know i don't like when you leave dishes in the sink but Okay, like we give each other a pass if it's something right every now and then.
0: Yeah. Mark, would you let your um, in-laws or parents live with you?
1: We've discussed this a bit because my wife's parents already, um, they're not terribly old, but he has trouble seeing and she has trouble hearing. So I do think that at some point we'll be faced with that decision. And I think we would. I think I think we have. An obligation maybe isn't the right word, but I do feel like there was an obligation to support agree, those that supported that. us for all those years. And I agree with Mike. There's a lot of different factors involved, uh-huh. but I'd rather do that than put them in a home.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: but I mean, the homes are kind of great <laughs> now.
3: <laughs> but I mean, it, but I think it depends on on the parents' personality too, because I'm sure there are parents out there. That wouldn't want to live with their kids and that's true because the burden would be too they'd feel too much guilt or they like their own space too it's like no nah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go stay in a home and so I can have my own freedom
0: I mean mine's a total double standard because the second you know if if you die before me and then I'm left like I'm moving into Jace's house I don't care what the wife says like I am moving in Jolie I don't want to live with her but Jace like I'm moving in with your wife so I'm gonna play you this when Jace you know <laughs> Mary is the love of his life, but I will be living with you and you have no <laughs> choice. Thank you. Oh
1: <laughs> I also okay. like the Look, dynamic what? there when Mike, Mike said, I wouldn't let you. And you were like, excuse me. Now, that's a very common thing, I think, in marriages where the dad can be like, hey, I'm going to go do this with the kids. And the wife says, oh, no, you're not. Right. But if he switched it around. Yeah. The wife's yeah. like, how dare you tell me how to raise yeah. my children?
3: I'm a grown woman. You cannot <laughs> tell me. To, the man will not tell me what I can or cannot do.
0: Equality, baby. <laughs> yeah, and
3: then, yeah, exactly. Then you guys say, no, you're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. You got no, it, honey. It's, the, the problem
0: is it's, <laughs> it's just there's two different things. So what I'm doing would be taking the kids to this above all trampoline park. And Mike's like, hey, let's go race four-wheelers with the kids. I'm like, they're three. So, there's. Do you have a a
3: housewarming present? Is there a four wheeler out in the garage? I don't know about. Because I mean, I would. I love this hypothetical to turn into reality. But like
0: that's like what the guy would like something crazy like that, where it's like something active and fun. For example, my my (laughs) no, a four wheeler for a three year old. So for example, my. I'm sorry
3: that you want to take the kids to color me mine. And I do. I want to go do fun things.
0: <laughs> I oh my gosh! Above all, extreme sports is so great. Okay, big trampoline park. No, but I mean, you're like, let's go, let's go bungee jumping. You know, off of a off of a cliff. I'd be the like experiences. an experience three. Life. <laughs> so, but my dad, for example, he took my brother when he was, I think, nine years old, because I remember him coming back, and it was the most dangerous hill you could possibly even imagine, and they went bike riding. Down it. And my uh-huh. brother falls off his bike and completely destroys his face. I mean, he comes back bleeding and just like blood everywhere. His, like his skin basically is ripped off his face. And my mom's like, where did you take him? <laughs> and Martin's like, well, like Snell Road. And my mom was just like, you're an idiot. Like, why would you do that? But I'm like, that's where I think it's the guy perspective versus like the girl or the wife was like what's safe and what's not safe. But
3: I think my brother had so much fun. Right. <laughs> I doesn't. think that's an over-exaggeration. But yes.
1: But that is the worst when she says, you know, maybe not. That's really dangerous. You do it anyway. And they get hurt. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, they yeah. The I told you so. When you I get thrust you into that situation. Yeah.
0: Ugh. The worst. All right, guys. Um, I really want to talk to our guests. So let's take a quick break and then we'll get them on the air. Let's do it. Have you guys actually heard about the new show? Have you heard about this? It's called Little Fires Everywhere.
3: Yeah, I heard it's unreal. It's an eight episode limited series only on Hulu based on the 2017 best selling novel by Celeste Ng. Starring and executive produced by Academy Award winner Reese Witherspoon and Golden Globe nominee Kerry Washington.
0: Oh, I actually did see this on Good Morning America because they were promoting it. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, I love both of them together. Um, That's exciting. And now it's good for me to know that I can watch the first three episodes, March 18th. New episodes, Wednesdays on Hulu. So the series follows the intertwined fates of the picture-perfect Richardson family and an enigmatic mother-daughter duo who move into town and upend their lives with devastating consequences.
3: The series explores the weight of long-held secrets, the ferocious pull of motherhood, and what it means to be a mother as well as the danger in believing that planning and following the rules can avert disaster.
0: Check out the first three episodes on March 18th and new episodes every Wednesday only on Hulu. Wait, this actually sounds really good.
3: Yeah, it's going to be amazing.
0: Okay so now that i'm not pregnant anymore i need lola more than ever so lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons pads liners and all natural cleansing wipes look women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products so unlike other major brands lola products are a 100% natural and easy to feel good about so no bs mystery fibers or doubts about what's going on in your what's going in your body um that's the greatest thing we're always so worried about you know What we're eating and what we're putting on our countertops. We should be worried about what's going in our body. So, like I said, Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. So, Lola is a subscription that is so great because it's super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Again, they're really, really great. So, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Jana when you subscribe. Again, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Jana. So excited! We have soon. Oh, I'm saying it right. Suni,
2: Suni, Suni. We have Suni yes. and
0: Angelica from Smothered. Welcome, ladies. Well, hello. hello. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So I just I kind of just want the backstory from you guys first because I've I've read a few things, but I I want to hear it from you guys and I want our listeners too to kind of understand. Um, can we start with um, Sunny?
2: About the relationship?
0: Well, just, yeah, about about just kind of your upbringing and then your relationship with your daughter.
2: My relationship with Angelica has been more than just a mother-daughter relationship. It's been more of a companionship. Mm-hmm. And she's been the sunshine in my life. That's awesome. So we have healthy boundaries and a very respectful loving relationship
4: she didn't have a good relationship with her mother and so she's just built our relationship throughout the years and Mm -hmm. ever since i was young i just could always remember my mom was always there
3: that's awesome and so for Sunhee, is that something where just because you didn't have that relationship that maybe you always wanted where you're just just overcompensating it's just like i'm gonna give angelica everything i got
2: Yes. Uh, that is perfectly sad.
0: So what, what makes you feel then you're, why, why do people say that you smother then if you have healthy boundaries?
2: Because they only are going by what they see. They don't know really the whole, the whole detail. So what do they see? They see that I smother her. (laughs) They see. (laughs) So,
0: So how, in which ways do you, do people see
2: that? I think in ways of controlling okay. the relationships that she has. But it's really not that I'm controlling. It's more like I'm looking out for her. I'm being protective. Oh. And what mother wouldn't in the situation that she's in. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. It, How
0: old are you, Angelica?
4: I'm 31. Oh, no. I just turned 32. That's right. <laughs>
0: well,
3: congratulations. <laughs> Happy birthday.
0: And Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is it true that you have a boyfriend, but you won't let the boyfriend move in or you, you want to move out? What is it? You want to move in or out or?
4: So I I do have a boyfriend and we've been together for about two years. Uh, He has asked me to move in, but I do want to bring my mother along as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Interesting. That'd be perfect for us.
0: You know, because you want her living at the house. I do. Because you want her to, or because she wants to,
4: I want her to live there. Okay. I mean, our perfect, our perfect uh, living situation would, we, would be my boyfriend and myself and her fiance and my mom. <laughs> Just
3: so all in one household. For sure. And how does the boyfriend feel about this right now?
4: I mean, I think he's fine.
3: <laughs> he has to be. <laughs> You're he like, has yeah, he doesn't fine. have a choice. So. <laughs> 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 I mean, be.
2: I'm not forcing him to do anything. So. And he? if he didn't understand our relationship, we wouldn't. I wouldn't be with him. Exactly, she would be with him.
3: So so you're saying like if you guys, you've already been together for two whole years, so he obviously understands y'all's relationship to an extent, at least for right now, right?
4: Yes, he does. I mean, he was brought up by a single mother and his mother is also Asian. They have, my mom and her actually have a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. And so he gets our relationship. It's not, he's not as close with his mom like I am, right. but he understands the dynamic because he was brought up the same way, which is interesting.
0: I guess I'm having a hard time seeing what the problem is. Why, why, you know, I, I guess I'm just having a hard time understanding what, what the issue is.
3: Like why are smothered like this? Sh- like yeah. Why it's are like, it's like not
0: like Angelica has a problem with any of it. So I, I don't see why there's a
3: where, like what things commercially have, have been emphasized. Emph- uh, sorry, empathize, uh, uh, emphasize, <laughs> I'm sorry, That's emphasized okay. on the show to make it taboo or we, you know, or whatever people think of it or just different. Like what things do you guys do that, that they kind of highlight?
4: There was, um, in our sneak peek, there was, uh, a scene where Jason was giving me a ring mm-hmm. and my mom doesn't approve. So she asked me to give it back.
0: Did you approve of the ring?
4: I thought it was very nice, very lovely ring. It is. It's a very nice. She ring. did approve
2: the ring.
3: And what and what's your son he what's your is it just you want your daughter like you love her so much, you want her to have the best that she deserves or is it like is it something else kind of other than that which caused you to not approve of the ring?
2: There's a whole realm of him not having his divorce finalized. And his uh. girlfriend's exactly, well, there you go. exactly. Now you're giving, us, now you're giving yes. You know his. Uh, he still has his ex girlfriend's belongings in his home, uh, and how okay. is he able to honorably ask my daughter to move in with him when he still hasn't done these things as promised?
3: That makes complete. sense. That's tense. a
2: valid, and again,
0: but that's not being smothering. Like that's a valid mom point. I would say the exact same thing. It's very rational. Thank it's very you. Rational. <laughs> very rational. Very <understanding. laughs> yes. So that's where I don't. I'm like that's where I, I don't get the smothering part of it.
3: You guys, what what we read something about? Do you guys sleep in the same bed or are you used to? You help each other get dressed. Like, is there?
4: We we do sleep in the same bed. We have our own separate bedrooms, but we do sleep in the same bed sometimes. I watch my mom put on her makeup. I help her get dressed. I help her do her hair. (laughs) I'm just her little helper.
3: (laughs) Does she help you do the same?
4: If I ask her, but I don't really need the help.
3: Okay.
0: And you, again, you have no issues or no problems with that. Like that's just, you guys have this amazing relationship.
4: We do. And I respect my mother so much and I will do anything for her. So if she needs my help, I mean... I don't. She. She not
2: me. Have to ask for anything. She just automatically does it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. That's fascinating. I
0: mean, I think people can easily judge, which isn't fair. Because at the end of the day, if it works for you guys, great. Right. You know. Absolutely. Like, I. To me, sometimes I would, if I would hear it, I'd be like, all right, well, what about independence and, and wanting you know, your child to live on your own? At the same time, I loved living with my mom. He was the one that didn't want my mom living with us. I didn't. Mean, mean, no, 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 no. no, you did. You did <laughs> uh, your mom out, essentially. I didn't kick oh,
2: your mom out.
4: Oh, no. Oh, my goodness.
0: You're going to start something. No, but I mean, essentially, you did. And it's OK, because I'm like, all right, I guess you're right. But I mean, I would have lived with my mom the entire time. Because I mm-hmm. enjoyed having her around. She's my best friend and I loved
2: her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, oh, that's so amazing. So that's
0: where like I do, I understand that. And I think, but I think people, you know, have a hard time with it because they have, they I think place their own judgments on it. And, but that yes. just might not be right for other people and that's okay.
4: Yes. And it, it seems as though the ones who don't have a close relationship with their parents they have an issue with our relationship. I don't know what that is, or they put some sort of negative connotation. And how can you, when we clearly both love each other and respect each other, how do you do something like that to someone's relationship? I just don't understand.
3: Right. It is interesting. And for me, from my perspective, it would just be people's discomfort because a mm-hmm. relationship that y'all have is something that they never experienced. Mm-hmm. So like, even for me is I'm very close with both my parents and we have a fantastic relationship. But you wouldn't take a bath with them. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> the same, You know, I mean, there's still certain things that would be a boundary for me, but that's just me because certain things would make me uncomfortable. You know, um, what is it? Do you guys have anything that you do individually or for yourselves that doesn't include the other?
2: We basically do everything <laughs> no? together. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we get stumped every time we, uh, we get asked that question because mm-hmm practically in our everyday life from morning till we go to sleep we are very much involved in each other's life
3: do you guys work whether it's
2: no i was just about to say that that's the only
4: time we're apart we Mm -hmm. we work at different places
3: okay
0: but i mean essentially now you're on this tv show so you're kind of becoming this uh how do i say like you're reality going to be reality stars in this new world. So you're technically <laughs> working together now too.
4: I think that's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: and, and well, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> the reason I love like our situation, because I work with my husband, a lot of people maybe didn't, well, don't want to work with their husband or their spouse mm-hmm. or partner. And and that, again, mm-hmm. it's it whatever works for you. And I think that's mm-hmm. great that it works for you and you know, now I'm going to try to get my mom to live in with us now. <laughs> even, though, even though I just said when she's old, I'd put her in a house, but <gasps> <gasps> in a
3: home. No. See, so that's what my lizard. my
2: daughter. She always says, "No matter where I go, no matter how old I get, you will mm. always be with me. Yeah, I will carry my mom.
0: So, what happens when that day does come, though? When she's not around, like, will you be able to? Because you know we can't taxidermy, or you know, like, what is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, how will you be able to? Because you've depended on her so much with that relationship. I don't know.
3: Yeah,
4: and I don't. I don't want to think about that. I. Uh, I know it'd probably be the worst,
0: worst time of my life.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But it would.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, obviously losing a parent, I can't even imagine. But to have like that closeness that you guys have that every single day, because I don't see my mom every day. I wish I could, but I, I, you know, she lives in a different state. And so I can't imagine how you would feel if that, you know.
3: on On Smothered on TLC in the show, give our listeners a little bit of kind of hindsight on what you guys do is it them just kind of following your all's everyday life or are you do you guys kind of have a mission behind it of showing people hey this isn't a a a different it's not a rehearsal right it's It's not not a rehearsal this is our life and it's we're comfortable with it like are you guys trying to just expose? they just be like hey we're okay and this isn't some weird thing that people have to do well
2: i think the misunderstanding of people is that they feel that I don't give Angelica her space mm-hmm. or the respect of that she has her own life outside of our relationship, but she does and she is given that. Um but in everyday life what you see on camera is mm-hmm. what and who we are. Right, right. And I, I think Which is love.
4: And I think people, you know, <laughs> Just because my mom and I are close, they expect that, oh, she's just the cool mom. She never was a disciplinarian or she never uh, you know, taught me how to be responsible in my life. It's, it, she was very much everything to me. My mother, my father, my, my disciplinarian, my best friend, she was everything. And I think people think that just because we're close, she wasn't a strong mother or a good mother.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I want people to know that, that she is.
0: See, I love that. If yeah. I, I I, just, again, I just think it comes down to this is what works for you guys. And I, again, I, because of how close I am with my mom, I love it and I get it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't, I hate that people are going to cast their judgment on you mm-hmm. because it might just not be how they live their life or they mm-hmm. may have insecurities because they want that with their parent or something close to it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I always
2: wanted uh, a very close relationship with Angelica because as a child, I was not brought up with love and attention and affection. Right. So when I found out that I was going to have a child and I knew it was a girl,
1: <laughs> that
2: was just amazing day ever because I knew at that very point that she was going to be my everything. And yeah. I wanted to give her a different life than what I was brought up with. So I. And you did that. I did that, <laughs> and that's by healthy boundaries, right. giving love, and giving some guidance. Those are the things that I did not have.
3: And, Sunhi I want to affirm, Jana and I both want to affirm you, because the fact that you were able to break the cycle in your family, because so many times you see people who just fall into that same cycle of whatever it is, the, the, the bad behaviors or bad trends that happen in their family of origins, but you made the decision to change that and you did that with Absolutely. Angelica. So, I yes. we definitely affirm you for that and being strong enough to raise, you know, a strong and seems to be independent woman still, you know? It's so, interesting so.
1: because some people would look at this show and think to themselves, "Oh, look at these crazy freaks." <laughs> and then the, and then like Jan is <laughs> looking Jesus at the show, <laughs> well, I think that's kind of the idea of reality television. I'm sorry, that's crazy. But then the other side of it is like Jan is looking at it like this looks ideal to me. I wish I sure. like, she, yeah. it sounds almost like you hope that Jolie someday and you Jace. have this level of closeness. <laughs> yeah. She wants it with Jace, <laughs> not Jolie. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, huh? no, uh, Jace. No. Okay. I mean, still with Jolie too, because I love again, the relationship <laughs> with my mom. So yes, I mean, both of them, but I mean, again, and it's something that like Angelica's on board with too. And that's the same thing. It's not a forced relationship. You guys aren't forcing anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it is love. It is beautiful. You guys are together. It's what you both want. And Again, that's okay. Just like I know I had a hard time with uh, some guests we had that on the polygamy. And at at first I was kind of judging it. But when I left that episode, I'm like, it's so wrong of me to cast any judgment when that's the way that they want to live their life. And that's what they want to do. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. So I I hope people can see this side too with that.
3: Yeah. And I think, I mean, even when Jana and I were kind of reading the breakdown on y'all coming into today, you know, we, we didn't judge, but we made the assumption That, he that you're probably just an overbearing, controlling, that, you know, Angelica just had to do whatever you said kind of deal. But clearly that's not the case. And so, you know, for us to even assume that, you know, is I think a positive thing that when people tune into this show, they're able to see what you guys have, what we're able to witness right now. And then it's just Mm -hmm. mutual affectionate love and respect, which is truly amazing.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to watch. The, I'm like so excited now to watch on Sundays. Um, it's ten nine central because I'm going to call my mom and I'll say, <laughs> Mom, can this please be us again? I miss <laughs> you living with me. And then the next day she's going to knock on the door. Yeah, no, yeah she would come <laughs> down.
3: That's the thing. She'd say, okay, I'm coming.
0: Oh. <laughs> Is there anything that you want our listeners to take away from our conversation? Anything you want to say that you want them to know about?
4: I think we just, my mom and I just hope that, people can watch our show and you know maybe encourage encourage them to have a close bond with any relationship it doesn't just have to be mother and daughter but mm-hmm. that having a close knit relationship with someone you love is okay yeah
3: <laughs> yeah right
2: it is and they don't have to dissect it into something negative because it's so beautiful right right yeah. well cannot thank
0: you guys enough for coming on the show w- wish we were there to like give hugs and yeah, we super or appreciate it hug. and we just we <laughs> hope everyone watches Smothered on TLC ten nine Central on Sundays. You guys are the best. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Ladies Thank so you much. so much.
3: Do you want to own iconic luxury items at unreal values? Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> then go to The real, real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers. Designers like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off of retail prices.
0: Honestly, the TheRealReal.com has been great for us. Um, I know Mike found a watch the other day on there. I, I found a few shoes. Yeah, I saw
3: some emails for, over my birthday for my birthday presents Jan was going on there for... Uh, yeah,
0: I'm all about the deal. So whether you shop in store, online, or the app, get 20% off the select items with promo code REAL. That's the TheRealReal.com promo code REAL for 20% off Select items. Own iconic luxury items at unreal value with The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated luxury consignment from top designers like Louveton, Gucci, Rolex, Cartier, and hundreds more at up to 90% off retail.
3: Shopping consign women's and men's luxury fashion and streetwear, as well as fine jewelry, watches, art and home decor. yeah and
0: new arrivals they come in daily and every item undergoes the real World's very meticulous
3: brand specific authentication process overseen by a hundred plus experts including luxury brand authenticators gemologists and horologists
0: shop luxury the sustainable way at their newest location in Union Square San Francisco you can also go online download the app or visit one of the original stores in New York or West Hollywood in LA honestly the real has been great for us um, I know Mike found a watch the other day on there I, I found a few Shoes. Yeah, I saw
3: some emails for, over my birthday for my birthday presents Jan was going on there for... Uh, yeah,
0: I'm all about the deal. So whether you shop in store, online, or the app, get 20% off the select items with promo code REAL. That's the com promo code REAL for 20% off select items. You know, it's so funny what you said to them, too, about being, like, reading what we read about them,
3: mm-hmm. but
0: then realizing, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not the way that we would go about things, but it's still, I still loved it and understood it.
3: Yeah. Even just, just hearing it straight from them, maybe like, oh, wait, it's not really that weird. They're just really, really close.
0: Yeah. And you really love your mom and you really, but I think what really, when she started to get upset, Angelica, yeah, that is what, that is where my fear comes in for her. Like what's going to happen? Like, I feel like she needs to like, to your point, maybe go do something outside of their relationship so that she can start Strengthening a different bond besides her mom. Yeah. Because if not, she's going to crumble when that day my, comes. My thing
3: is when, yes, when that day comes is her relationship with her wh- whatever husband, whatever person she's with, you know, is that relationship going to be strong enough where it can withstand that tragic of a loss where it's like okay now she just has her husband is that going to be enough for her do they have a strong enough relationship yeah because she's because her mom's going to live with her wherever she goes like she said so it's like what is that is her marriage then going to crumble because she doesn't have her mom and maybe not because of her but maybe the husband's like i i can't take this because you're not even present with me
0: mark what was your thought on it
1: It actually, it made me think that in this generation and the generations that are coming with the helicopter parenting and the snowplow parenting and all that stuff, I think this is going to be much more common because they develop this closeness. When you have your kids and you won't let them out in the world and you shield them from all danger, maybe that won't change as they get to be 10, 15, 20 years old. You'll keep that closeness and they'll keep that inability to kind of have independence from their parents. And this is going to be a lot more of this. My wife and my daughter, my oldest daughter, have a very tight relationship. And I've occasionally said, you know, maybe we need to teach you to be a little more independent. And my yeah. wife's like, Nah, I think it's fine. Like, no. Because she likes that. She likes the, that that bond that they have.
3: Right. It's interesting. It is, it is interesting, I think. But I will say, at least just talking to them today, it killed a little bit of my judgment on the helicopter lawnmower parent just because it seems like she has still established... Boundaries enough to be a disciplinarian and to and to yeah, be it that way. sound
0: like she's being just whatever you want. Kind of oh, here's shielding things.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it, so if, if that's and she true, she has a job. Yeah, if that's true, and that's you know really how things are going, which it seemed like it was. Then you know I can see that being the best of the helicopter lawnmower parents.
0: Hey, Mark, do we have time to do some emails?
1: Yes, indeed, we've got some real uh, interesting emails here. Lindsay okay. says, "I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for two and a half years." He told me back in November that he had a one-night stand with some chick when visiting the college he used to go to. He told me the week after it happened and seemed very remorseful. This was the only time it's happened, and he's apologized numerous times. I've been trying to earn my trust back, but for some reason, I just can't shake this. Do you have any advice on how to forgive? I know he's a great guy, and he made a terrible mistake, but I've been having the hardest time dealing with this. I also find it odd that when I was in school, he was always worried about me cheating and basically said he wouldn't put up with it if I did. So it's interesting. He's the one who ended up cheating. Any advice would be greatly appreciated.
0: I have so much with this. So first off, I love the fact that he told her. That's huge. So that should help your trust block because the fact that she didn't have to find out, he confronted and confessed to her. That is like, so amazing because a guy that's going to continue to cheat isn't going to be honest in my opinion from, mm-hmm. from, Correct. yeah, from the things that I've learned through life and other relationships. That is, that is what I've seen to be the case. So if someone comes to you and apologizes and tells you what he did, that person most likely is not going to do that again. So I think you need to give him a little bit of gratitude and a little grace and say, thank you for coming. Thank you for telling me. I know, and I know it's still hard, and you can still be really upset and angry about it, but you also have to be so appreciative because 99.9% of dudes would not tell you the truth, would not tell you, and would not own up to it. So I think that's like, I think that's huge, and I know it's hard to trust, especially because he cheated, and especially he said those things about cheating, but he probably was doing that when he was saying that, which any cheater will say, Anybody that's worried about you cheating is most likely doing something because it's their own self-reflection coming out.
3: Or not necessarily that. Like, I don't want to say that they're definitely cheating or it's just their, their, uh, their self-esteem, you know, their insecurities and stuff like that, where he's fearful of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Would you agree? So you're, are you saying that, uh, the more someone in a relationship was obsessed with the other person cheating, the more likely they are themselves to cheat?
0: I hundred yes. percent think that, yeah.
1: Mm.
3: Yes.
0: Do you disagree?
1: No, I, I think that's absolutely right.
0: Yeah, because I mean, shoot, even when I was being crappy in relationships and being, you know, unfaithful, I was super amped up, and I was like, oh god, it's it was like it it really is true what they say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I started to think, I started to be really worried about the other person cheating when I actually was. So, I think that's interesting. Do you think it's fact. possible
1: that this guy just ha- had, maybe he just had to get it out of his system. He just made a mistake and that she 100%. can.
3: I th- yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know if out of the system, but I think he made a mistake. I and mean,
0: he's sorry. He's apologized. And he told you that's so huge in my book.
3: Yeah.
1: Should she set some parameters at this point? Like should she make it real clear that this happens again. I'm out the door.
3: Uh, don't, don't, don't make an old so. draw an, like a line in the sand. If you're not willing to follow through with it. So it's more so just expressing how much that hurt her, how much it still hurts her. But being able to acknowledge and affirm the fact that, you know, yes, but you told the truth. I appreciate that. But you did really hurt me. So she can do both without having to draw a line in the sand. Like, if you ever do this again, I will leave right away and not talk to you ever and you're a piece or whatever. So just, I mean,
1: yeah.
0: Agreed.
1: It's wind down at iheartradio.com. This is from Shanna. My boyfriend and I have been together four and a half years, two of which we lived together. During this time, my boyfriend decided on a complete career change, quit his job. His grandfather had been paying him $5,000 a month out of his inheritance, but he wasn't saving it. He was recklessly spending it. We couldn't apply for another apartment with just my income, so we decided to move back into our parents for two months until he got a job. During those two months, we went on vacation together, and then after that, He stopped responding to any of my calls or my texts. They've been together four and a half years. They lived together for two. Three weeks later, I still had not heard from him. And then I woke up this morning to an Instagram direct message of him breaking up with me. I do not even have the words for how I feel. I was ghosted by my boyfriend of four years, and then he breaks it off on Instagram. I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to feel worthy again.
3: Were they living together at her parents' house?
1: No, they went to their separate parents' house oh, okay. to they save went, money.
3: Okay. So they were living together in an apartment, couldn't afford a new one, so they both went to their own parents' house.
1: Right, because he had blown all of his money, foolishly. You
0: know, this, these stories always shock me, and it happened to one of my mom's friends, Amanda, and they were, they, were, they were actually engaged, too, and they were together for, I think, six years, and he just literally disappeared. And we're like, how? I mean, he was just over a week ago. and They were in love and they're getting married. And like, he literally disappeared, vanished.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: No call, no breakup, no nothing. Just gone. And it was just like, did he get into a drug problem? Did he, like, where did he go? Well, ended up, he had met someone else and just started a completely new life. So I don't know if that's what he did in this situation, but I mean... To say that I mean that's just that is so disrespectful. So I'd almost it I hate that she said to feel worthy again because mm-hmm. I don't want you to put your worth into this guy. And I think that's what hurt hurt me the most out of that entire email was that, you know, she's linking her worth into this relationship and to this guy that does not deserve another second or minute of his time to be that disrespectful to someone that she loved and was with. And so to try to you know, cry about it for sure, 100%. But then also freaking stand back up and know your worth and know that you dodged a freaking bullet by not being in a relationship with someone that could have this such disrespect for you. Michael?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do I follow that?
0: I, know, I was like, I'm pointing get, like a president it. right now. <laughs> it, baby.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's a goner. I mean and
0: but how where did what what is it, what's with the guy I mean get in the guy's head like but right here they...
3: oh, it's not just a guy's head though what do you so mean? you know like my uncle, yeah, like his whole deal, you know, where my uncle's wife of ten years who was from another country, oh yeah, went to go visit right. that said country to see family, never came back, mm never came back and for months and months and months he tried to get answers from her like what is going on they
0: were married they
3: were married for 10 years insane and her daughter who my uncle essentially like adopted was still who's in uh high school was like 17 at the time uh was just living at home with my uncle and he's just like i'm sorry i don't know where your mom is like, she wouldn't even take her daughter's calls. so it was, And then, finally, at the end of it, the family's like, it has to be somebody else. It has to be somebody else. And when he would get a hold of her, he would say that she said it wasn't somebody else. It was family. She always had a story or some BS. Ultimately, at the end of it, it was, there was somebody, somebody else. else. Yeah. So, I mean, for this situation, I don't know what... I can't even come up with another reason how it wouldn't be somebody else.
0: Well, I, I, as soon as I said it's always somebody else... Maybe there's that 1% that it's not somebody else, and they just want to get out of a relationship, and they don't know how. And the easiest way is to ghost.
3: Yeah, I mean, trust I mean, me, that, if I had the balls,
0: I would do it in a couple of my relationships. Yeah. But I can't really disappear.
3: No, you but can't. You can't.
0: But, I mean, but at the same time, though, it's just like, where's the balls in that?
3: Yeah. Having and,
0: such disrespect for someone.
3: But like Jana said, you dodged a bullet, and... Obviously, it's hard right now. We can't...
1: She got that DM this morning. So, it's definitely raw. Very, very raw.
3: What's her her name again? Shanna. Shanna? Yeah, that's... I'm sorry, sweetheart. That's super raw. But the best of your ability... Just, again, like Jan said, you dodged a bullet. And almost try to turn it into a positive of being grateful... That That he gave you this. Yeah, that he gave you this out... Because clearly he wasn't the person for you.
0: No, and I know it. I know it doesn't seem like it now, but you will find out the reason later as to why y'all didn't work out. Because you're going to be in a better relationship in a couple years or a year or however long it takes. It will be the right person then.
3: Do the, the email have the age? Their age it does not no. Twenties. Okay. So, yeah, it sounds 20s. like twenties.
0: Yeah, but then again, I mean, look at your uncle's situation. Look at you know. Yeah, but they Amanda. went. And they, they, were they, lived, they
3: went and lived in, at their parents' house. Yeah. Most likely, they're twenties.
1: Jessica, me. this is a tough one. Okay. I'm 24. And my boyfriend of two years is 27. We just had a very real pregnancy scare. He doesn't want kids and has made that clear from the beginning, which was perfect. I don't either. Hmm. Lately, even before the scare, though, I'm not sure where I stand. If me, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not going out of my way to have kids. I wasn't going to tell him anything at first, and I thought he would re- react horribly. Turns out he was surprisingly supportive and said if we got pregnant, it was 100% my choice on how we handled it. So the topic was dropped until the next morning when he asked if it would be a deal breaker if he got a vasectomy. I responded very passive aggressively saying, it's your body. I have no say. It's not a deal breaker for me currently, but I don't know how I'll feel later in life. I honestly have no idea if I want kids yet or at all. I know communication is key and is a conversation that's needed, but I also have the very real fear I could lose him over something I don't even know if I want yet. Two years isn't that long, but we do love each other and want to spend our lives together. I'd love any advice you and or Mike can offer.
0: So, first of all, okay, you're 24. So, I mean, putting it in my perspective, I I always knew I wanted to be a mom, but there's a lot of women that don't know if they want to be parents at all which is that's okay but in your late 20s 30s is honestly when it starts to kind of hit for a woman and you're like you know what i know that i said i didn't but i actually i actually do and because your the biological ovaries, clock yeah, the is starting to a little bit more kicking in and you're 24 like 24 so young 24 so young and i will also say too the so i was not to bring in like a past relationship but there was someone that was like, I don't want kids. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I don't want kids either. And I was like, wait, that's why would I say that? Of course I want kids. But I was just trying to cling onto this person that was obviously not right for me, Mm -hmm. but I was trying so hard to like, please. And so for, if she was like, fine, yes, please get a vasectomy because I love you and I want to be with you. But is that truly what you want? And Because, again, you're 24. Like You have so much more life to live. You have so much more to change and grow as a woman. And if you don't know, that's the thing. If you were like 100% one way or the other, then that's an easier situation. But if you don't know, that to me says that you should, hey, be open, have a conversation, that I just don't want to make that closed decision right now. That's just my personal opinion.
3: Yeah. I mean it's he's young to be thinking about it. He clearly does not want to have kids or so he thinks cuz he wants to have a vasectomy. Um It's going to be hard to change his
0: mind if he's 27 and wants a vasectomy.
3: Right, that would be that just seems so early. I don't know why he'd be that adamant against it, but if you know you know, I guess. You know, but the thing is he was even you know, kind of support not kind of he was supportive like she said about you know, possibly being pregnant or Hey you can do it's your butt you know I'll support you either way what you want to do with it
0: but then flips it the next morning so right I don't then flips the next that. morning
3: so I'm not really sure either but I'll just say that say he wants to get one okay if you really love him and he wants to get one first try saying hey I don't know if I want kids or not but I really want to be with you do you have to do this right now and if he still says yes I want to I have to I need to if we want to be together I have to do this All right, so he does it. And if he changes his mind, you can still have kids. There's ways to do do it. Now, you don't get a vasectomy to get it reversed or to have semen extracted.
0: In your case, we did. No, I'm kidding. Right. (laughs) Okay.
3: So, but it is possible. It's not like she's saying, oh, I'm going to tie my tubes. You know what I mean?
0: But it's just
3: so final, though. It, It is, but it isn't. But it's, I mean, it's a little extreme for being 24 and 27 years old, having this discussion. And Gianni, yeah. you're the
1: one that still wants, still isn't 100% sure that you don't want more kids.
3: Yeah, I mean, even though after I got her. A... Here's
0: the thing I know that we're done. It's just so hard because our little boy is going to be seven sure. months. And He's it's grown just up like, so come far. on. Um, but I just, she, she's got, I think she needs to hold off a beat. What do you think, Mark?
1: I think that she wants kids. I think that she's telling herself she doesn't because she's 24 and she does not right now. Right. But I th- I everything I see in this email him. is that she's going to want kids. And it sounds like he's pretty dead set against it. I like Mike's idea of putting it off and they could decide later. But if he goes through with a vasectomy, I think this is over. Honestly, I think that's, I know that's extreme and everything, but I feel like I see clarity here. I feel that you are going to want children and you're going to want a guy that wants children. If he's really that right. dead set against that, I don't think this is your guy.
3: And guess what? If he gets a vasectomy, it, she doesn't lose anything because it's like, yeah. all right, well, if you don't want kids, then yeah, I'll find someone who does. And I'll be happier. So it's like, there's no skin off her back, really.
0: And she will. She'll find someone.
3: All right. So thank you so much to our guests. That was such an interesting story and really good conversations with them. And for the emails. Those are some, those are some of the best emails we've had recently. Yeah, those, were awesome. those are awesome. If really you got emails. any more,
0: wind down at iHeartRadio.com. All right. That's it. That's week. a wrap, babe. Oh, wait. We forgot. <laughs> 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 premature what's our dare for the week couples dare couples dare yeah um my dare for them would to be compliment them one like at least once a day for a week one thing like okay. baby really like that shirt on you or hey you look really cute today one compliment for a week I did. until the next wind down yeah okay Will you like it? There it is. Sweet. Okay. Bye. What should, you start, really well,
1: should really we start cute. now? Do you want to compliment each other now? I just did.
0: I said, babe, you look really cute.
3: <laughs> Thanks, honey. I really I really like your shoes.
0: Oh, you suck at this no, game. I'm,
3: I'm you look beautiful, even though you just worked out.
0: Oh, I don't believe that for a second, but thank you.
3: A little stinky, but you're beautiful. Oh, my you God.
0: You got to accept it.
1: You have to accept the compliment.
0: St- Matt, he just said I'm stinky. <laughs>
1: Not accepting a compliment compliment is like asking for a compliment twice.
0: But he said I'm stinky.
1: Well, that wasn't very nice. Thank you. But he said you're beautiful. Even though you just looked out, you're still beautiful. And you said I don't accept that.
0: But he followed it with you're stinky. So he's going to have to work on this game. All right. Love you guys. Wind down next week. Bye. Later. Looking our best means taking time for renewal, including skin renewal. But anti-aging retinol can be harsh and irritating. Well, Burt's Bees, my faves, have found nature's gentle yet powerful retinol alternative, Bakuchiol, and has made it the key ingredient in their Burt's Bees Renewal skincare line, which includes a firming moisturizing cream, refining cleanser, and more, all formulated without parabens, phthalates, SLS, and petrolatum. Go to Burt's renewal and take time for renewal today.
1: I'm Richard Blaze and I'm a chef and restaurateur who has judged or competed on nearly every cooking show. And now I've found a way to judge on a podcast. On my new podcast, Food Court with Richard Blaze, amazing guests bring their food arguments to my court, and I settle them once and for all. You think ranch is better than blue cheese? Prove it. You hate pineapple on pizza? Convince me. The first season of Food Court with Richard Blaze is up, and you can subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.